0: My entitled manager is constantly micromanaging everything that I do, demanding that I stop fixing and repairing our equipment despite the fact that it would take weeks for us to get it repaired. So I decide to maliciously comply, and as a result, I cost them thousands of dollars in the process, resulting in this manager eventually getting fired. Here's what happened. So I worked for a convenience store for a good while. I had worked up the ladder to become a manager, and I was liked by the customers and employees. I was the one vent Loved because I didn't leave them a super tight leash. All in all, I believed I was a very good manager, and some of my old employees and customers want me back after I quit. Now you may be wondering, if it was going so well, why would I have left? Well, it's the same reason many people quit. Bad corporate bosses. See, I didn't just deal with people, I was dealing with bad equipment that needed to be fixed regularly. It would cut into the store's budget, and I used that money for employee parties or cash rewards. Besides the employee of the month. I saw the issue and I took action. I would fix the issues myself. I have many certifications to fix many different things. So I decided rather than to wait for maintenance to come around four days after the issue was brought up or having to wait an additional two to three days just for them to fix it, I decided I would fix it instead. We're talking issues from as simple as a card reader error to the whole system being down. Mechanical fixes to equipment that varied widely as many things were well past their prime. If I couldn't fix it, then it needed to be replaced. That's basically what it came down to. My regional manager knew my skills as did the owner. They were working to get me on their maintenance crew. That is, up until the buyout. The owner had gotten to the point in life that he wanted to spend it quietly with his family. The new company stepped in and this is when things took a turn. There is a guy who stood above the regional management. He came in every so often to check in on the stores in the area. From the get-go, he did not like me and was told he never acted that way in other stores. Well, he had to come in one day to see me fixing one of our slushy machines. He yelled that I shouldn't be doing that and should be directing the store. Listen, I trusted my team. They are all good workers and they knew what to do. He pointed out how stuff was not pulled forward or how the drinks were not facing brand name out. I had explained that the slushies make more sales and that it needs to be fixed right now. He told me that as a manager, I do not have the qualifications qualifications to do something like that and that I could break it. So from that day on, I was not to fix anything after I explained everything I fixed. I tried to explain my qualifications and that I was told by the last owner that they were going to try and make me on the maintenance team, but he did not like this at all. He basically told me that would never happen. Well, our store went from having the least tickets to one of the most maintenance tickets in the area. Each ticket would cost as low as $250 or as much as $800. This was just to get the tech there plus the part cost after it was needed. Our sales also started to go down as a result. Why, you may ask? Well, because the equipment wouldn't have the same day fix it was used to having. Couldn't use the card reader? Time for a ticket. The whole store system was down? Guess that's another ticket. You might even say that I was maliciously complying to this stupid boss. He would always try to overstep me. Our cooler went out and I had to get a band aid fix. So I had different vendors give me a floor cooler until this was resolved. When it was resolved, I kept one. Why, you may ask? My insight to the possible sales. Afterwards, every store got the same cooler for a new product I knew was coming out. I always liked being ahead of the game. I would often get yelled at because our sales were down. It came to a point that a meeting was held. I was asked why this was happening, so I provided exactly why. And it was one of my finest moments. I laid it all out on the table, the disrespect respect, the blatant ignoring my recommendations, the reason why things were no longer being properly fixed as well as all of my certifications that I tried to explain to this manager. Now this guy didn't like that I was right. So the meeting turned from why sales were down to why did this stupid manager have this meeting. My regional manager told him I had been doing this for years and wondered why it was such a problem. It got heated pretty quickly. This guy wasn't fired, but I was allowed to run my store the way I wanted to again. He tried to keep up his antics, so the week before I left, I knew some equipment would fail. I mean, after working on it for so long, you start to notice the signs that it's falling apart. And this one was a tricky fix because it needed a system reset as well as a breaker box on and off, and then it needed a software reset on the devices. The reason it needed this was because of the system they implemented, and it was basically confusing itself. It didn't help that the server was not set up properly either. It one of the worst setups I've honestly ever seen. Don't get me started on the store's main computer. Just why was this never updated from like 20 years ago? Well, when I left, I was getting calls on how to fix it, of course. I told them that I no longer work there, and if they wanted my service, it's gonna cost them. They asked me how much, and I set my price at $500. They actually laughed in my face and said no. Well, I heard from the grapevine that it cost them close to $6,000. They had to replace the service server, all the registers, all the card readers, and the computer. The reason it cost $6,000 wasn't just because of the physical upgrades. It was also because they found out the system was garbage. When it came to light how awful this manager truly was, he was eventually let go. I now live my life as someone who owns their own tech company, and I've never been happier to see someone get fired in my life. The guy that was over the original poster was being so obnoxious. He clearly was jealous of the original poster's skills, and didn't like the fact that he was handling this without any kind of input. This was obviously some kind of power play and it was so unfair for the original poster as well. So honestly, good for the original poster for not only getting revenge, but also getting this guy fired. If he had just let you continue to fix up your store, none of this would have happened. And that guy has no one else to blame except for himself. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My boss demands that we answer our cell phone any time he calls, forcing us even to pull over onto the side of the road and answer his phone calls instead of driving. And his rules were so obnoxious and I'm so glad I don't work there anymore. So the owner of a small company issued me a company cell phone and felt that gave him an excuse to call me any time, day or night, workday or not. And this would always be with stupid questions. He also kept changing the rules about using those phones. One rule was that we had to answer as soon as possible. Another rule was that we were not allowed to talk on the phones while we were driving. We literally had to pull over and park and then answer the phone and talk. So one morning I'm driving to work and I should be getting to the office about 15 minutes early and that's right when my company phone rings. Morning traffic is heavy near the office and it takes me some time to get out of the traffic and park in a parking lot before I answer. Mind you, he keeps it ringing the entire time. When I finally answer, he asks me, where are you? I tell him I'm about 10 minutes away from the office, but I had to stop to answer his call. He then asks me, why aren't you here yet? I tell him again that I probably would have been there by now, but his call and his rules have me sitting in a parking lot instead. I then ask him, what's the hurry? Is there an emergency or something? If I wasn't interrupted, I would have been in the office a lot earlier. He then responds basically ignoring everything I said and says to me, why aren't you coming? So I had to literally remind him of his rules that I am not to answer his phone and drive at the same time. This type of stupid banter continues for a while until he eventually gets tired. So he hangs up and I continue to the office. And now because of him, I'm about 15 minutes late to work. When I get to the office, the owner meets with me and demands that I give him back the phone. He claims that I do not deserve it. But you know what? That was a victory. Now he is unable to call me and bother me at all hours of the day and night. About a week later, the owner stops by my cubicle and asks why I'm not answering his cell phone calls. Like, really? Are you serious right now? I remind him that he confiscated my phone. He apparently shoved it into the drawer, and he can't hear it when he's trying to call me. Needless to say, I have moved on to much greener pastures, and I'm very glad to be away from this owner. That guy sounds like an absolute idiot. First off, that's a really stupid rule. Unless you live in a state or a country where you can't have your cell phone on you while you're driving, that, in my opinion, is a really dumb rule. You're literally just inconveniencing people, and that's a form of micromanagement that honestly nobody needs. No one needs to answer your phone call that quickly and that urgently and also this person was on their way to work and they were about 15 minutes early so why is this guy acting like well why aren't you here yet like what are you talking about I'm on my way to work itself it's not like I'm not showing up and not doing my job like come on so honestly with this level of micromanagement I don't really blame the original poster for eventually quitting and going to something else and according to the original poster it was right after this cell phone incident that they basically said yeah I'm gonna pack up I'm gonna go because that rule is just obnoxious and if I worked there, there's no way I would ever want that guy to ever bother me, day or night. Today, I messed up by showing up to work thinking that it was a dress-up day dressed as Batman, but I soon found out that it was delayed by one week since an important client was going to be there in the office, and I've never been more embarrassed in my life. Here's what happened. So this actually happened earlier today, and I'm still reeling from the sheer embarrassment of it all. For context, I work in a pretty average office setting, but but my colleagues and I like to spice things up with themed dress-ups every now and then. This week, we all agreed to come in dressed as our favorite superheroes. Naturally, I was super excited to participate. I've always been a huge fan of superheroes, and I've always had this awesome Batman costume that I've been itching to wear ever since I got it for Halloween last year. So I woke up early, I got dressed in my full Batman getup, and I even went as far as doing my full Batman voice to complete the persona. I was ready to show up to work and save the day. As soon as I walked into the office, I could tell that something was off. People were staring at me with a mixture of confusion, amusement, and just a hint of terror. I figured that they were just in awe of my Batman transformation, and they didn't think much of it. My manager approached me with a stifled laugh and asked me, Hey, Batman, did you happen to check your email this morning? I replied still in character, Email? Batman has no need for such trivial matters. My manager then explained that there had been a last-minute email sent out last night postponing the dress-up day to next week due to an important client meeting scheduled for today. My face went beet red as I realized I was standing in the middle of the office dressed as Batman with zero context to justify it. To make matters worse, the important client arrived just in time to witness my embarrassment. They were surprisingly cool about it, even joking that they felt safer with Batman around. Still, I spent the rest of the day hiding in my cubicle, answering calls in my best Bruce Wayne voice, and praying for the sweet release of the end of the workday. Now I'm sitting at home in full Batman attire, contemplating how I'm going to show my face at work on Monday. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Honestly, this is not your fault. Why in the world would nobody make this call a little bit sooner? Like seriously, why would you do this the day before? Who checks their email in the morning before going to work? Like seriously, who does that? I know I wouldn't do that. Checking my email would literally be the last thing on my mind going into this. I would be excited to wear my Batman costume that probably costs a lot of money for Halloween. I wouldn't wanna check my stupid email. So this is really not the original poster's fault. They got bamboozled and nobody clued them in that no, we're not doing the dress up this week. We're doing it next week. Like, don't you think you should call people instead of just send an email and then pray that people actually see it? Like, what is going on? It's seriously unfair. And you know what? I would be upset with management that they didn't make this call a little bit sooner because that way people could have avoided embarrassment and at least attempted to save face in front of an important client. The former tenant of my new apartment is falsely accusing me of stealing her stuff. And I'm so blown away by this accusation that I seriously I am now at a loss and I don't know what to do. So I just moved into a new apartment with my roommates last week. The night we moved in, some lady in her early 20s knocked on our door. She said she used to live in our apartment but had just moved a floor down and asked if she had left any of her belongings there in the apartment. We told her that we hadn't spotted anything that wasn't ours and that if we ever found something, we would let her know. She left and I honestly thought that was the end of it. Well, yesterday evening, I was coming back from running errands when the same girl cornered me in the stairwell and said to me, you're the one who stole my things and threw them in the trash. When I told her I didn't know what she was talking about, let alone what stuff she was referring to, she said to me, you need to stop lying and own up to your actions. I tried telling her that her stuff wasn't in the apartment and that there wasn't anything I could do to help her out, but she didn't want to hear any of it. She just scoffed and stormed off. Now I'm really weirded out about all of this, and I'm not exactly sure what to do. The apartment apartment, by the way, was fully empty when we moved in and we truly have nothing to do with any of this. We do not have her belongings. I do feel bad for her if she really did lose her belongings, but if anyone threw anything away, it was the cleaning crew and it was definitely not us. The only thing that my roommates and I have thrown away was an old rusty shower caddy that was in the shower when we got there and we had no reason to believe it belonged to a previous tenant, especially in the state it was in. I hope she gets her stuff back, but I'm not looking to have any enemies or conflicts in my apartment complex. So is there any way to get this lady off of my back? Especially since she already cornered me once and I really don't want this to happen again. How do I get it through to her that I didn't throw any of her stuff away? And how am I gonna deal with future confrontations with this person? What should I do? I would go straight to management and be like, look, this crazy lady of floor down is blaming me for stealing her stuff out of the apartment I moved into. Like literally that is who I would go to first. I would not try and resolve this on my own. The woman you're speaking to clearly sounds upset and she's obviously either trying to scam you and your roommates or she's trying to look for a scapegoat for all the things that she had stolen. Like she could possibly be trying to get you on recording of saying yes, I stole something of yours and then try and report it to the police and get you in trouble for something that you didn't actually do. Like that seriously is unfair and this is not something you should deal with. So seriously I would go to management and explain what's going on. I would keep my distance and not allow this lady any space in your life. And if she really did have something stolen, she should go to the police because it sounds like you and your friends had absolutely nothing to do with it. An entitled mom becomes enraged over another kid leaving an event, screaming and complaining that the event organizer actually kicked him out, despite the fact that none of that was true. Here's what happened. So I volunteered this place and recently helped out with an educational thing. Parents and kids of all ages would come to this little workshop for the day and would learn some artistic things as well. One of the kids is not happy to be there. He's with his mom and little brother. He refuses to do anything. Keeps saying stuff like, no, I want to go home. Go away. At first, I just thought to myself, this was just your typical 12 to 13 year old boy. There's another family there of a mom and her two kids who are around the same age as the other boy. The rest of the children are a fair bit younger. Now, the entitled mother of this story knows this other boy. Her son is friends with him, so she tries to encourage him to engage just a little bit. And she does this to the point where she's ignoring her own kids when they're trying to show her their work. Over an hour into this boy refusing to work, making rude comments, and basically wanting to leave. And eventually, the person running the workshop asks to talk to him and his mother. They all come to the conclusion that he would be happier at home and that they can organize another session better suited for him later on. His mom returns to the workshop to be with her other son. Upon hearing the news that this boy has gone home, the entitled mother starts kicking off at the person running it, accusing them of kicking a child out due to his additional needs. For reference, this workshop is inclusive of all needs. That's kind of the point of it. I personally feel like they were including his needs because they let him leave, it was stressing him out, and he wasn't happy. He wanted to go home and they even organized a session that is better suited for him on a later date and a better day for him. Also, his own mother agreed, so I have no clue why this other lady was butting into his defense. And at this point, she is literally screaming and yelling in front of the children and forces her kids to leave with her. They didn't want to leave and were having a great time. The mom of the boy who left is just standing there fully shocked, trying to explain that it's okay. Oh, and to top it all off, we got the classic line from this entitled mom that she was going to call the manager. My theory is that she thinks she has some kind of special connection with him where she is the only one who can get through to him and get him to completely turn around and enjoy his day since she was more focused on what he was doing and not her own kids. But with him going home, she just can't do that anymore. Regardless, this entitled mom was super annoying and I'm really glad that she left. Yeah, that's really annoying. The kid didn't want to be there and she clearly was not getting through to him. She probably thought she was going to try and be a champion of the special needs kid or something like that and was literally only talking to that kid probably for attention. She was even ignoring the mother of the boy that decided to leave. Like seriously, If he doesn't want to be there, then why would you make him be there? No one kicked him out or anything like that. That's ridiculous. Because at the end of the day, that kid is 13 years old. And if this event is not serving his needs, then he should not be forced to sit around and be forced to enjoy it. Today, I messed up by accidentally making my colleague think that I'm pregnant. Here's what happened. So this has been going on for about three months now. And I know I need to fix the situation. But it feels like it's moved past the point of no return. And to be honest, I just feel so... So, embarrassed. So, for some background, I used to work at the main office for my company. I met my colleagues there, and we'll call her Mrs. Smith. Mrs. Smith is not her real name. Mrs. Smith left the company to go work somewhere else, and in that time, I got engaged. And due to a promotion in the company, I moved to a different branch. At the end of last year, Mrs. Smith joined our company again, and this whole debacle started when I visited the original branch in March for some training. We were standing talking, and I was standing with my hands folded on my stomach. Mrs. Smith looked in my hands direction and said she wants to ask me a question, but she's not sure how to ask it. So she'll just ask if her guess is correct. Now, naive me thinks that she means the ring on my hand and I just answer yes. She then starts babbling about how exciting it is and how our lives will change and all this other stuff. And I just nod along and agree with everything she says. Later that day, as my brain decides to replay all of my awkward encounters, it finally dawns on me, oh no. She thinks I'm pregnant. As I'm lying there cringing, all I can think about is that I'm going to be going back to my town, so hopefully because she won't see me anytime soon, she'll just forget and move on. Fast forward to April, when she calls me to discuss a new project that we are working on. And again, Mrs. Smith asks me, so are you ready and excited? And again, me being the naive idiot that I am, thinks that she's talking about the project, so I say yes. And yet again, it allows her to start babbling on, talking about how excited Exciting it is to be expecting a baby and right then the realization dawned on me that I yet again unknowingly confirmed that I am pregnant even though I'm not. Today she calls me again and asks me whether the baby is doing okay and I'm just sitting here in this 3 foot deep grave that I've been digging for myself for so long and all I can do is laugh nervously and mumble something under my breath. So yeah, this is me sitting here thinking I will have to adopt a baby or pretend that my niece is my kid or just simply quit my Job to get away from this awkward situation I created for myself. I know I should just tell her what's going on, but my social anxiety just wins and leaves me absolutely mortified at the thought of telling her. And I really regret all of this and I seriously feel really dumb. Wow, that is seriously hilarious. The first time I can completely understand that, you know what, she was kind of being vague and a little bit nosy, so it would be easy to mistake it and get it wrong somehow. But the second time is absolutely on you. You should have known and you should have said something. Also, I don't think this is that serious. You can literally just call her up and be like, hey, I thought you were talking about my wedding ring and my engagement. So no, I'm not pregnant and this has been a huge misunderstanding. And then maybe just don't call her ever again. Like seriously, I would be so mortified if that happened to me and I was in your shoes. And it's so bad because she keeps calling you. She keeps trying to bring this up. Like that's awful. So hopefully this gets worked out and something like this doesn't happen to you ever again. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on